Hello, this is a voice in the darkness, and I'm your host, Gwendolyn Forte. Thank you so much for tuning in today, whether you are at home or at work, in your car, at the gym, or possibly maybe at a hospital, in a room, there feeling overwhelmed. Well, I want you to know I am so glad you are here today. The purpose of this podcast is to encourage, to uplift, and to enlighten. So many people today are walking through hard times and difficult places or at different transitions in their life and feel a bit overwhelmed or could be very discouraged. And I want you to know today that you're not alone. You are not doing this by yourself. Many people have walked this way before and they overcame in that situation. And I want you to be encouraged and I want you to know that you will overcome as well. You are more than a conqueror. You will make it. You will see the light at the end of the tunnel. Do not give up. Do not give in. And you might be saying, well, Gwendolyn, how do you know? Well, I've been through many rough times in my life, things that I've never thought I would be in. And someone in my journey spoke an encouraging word to me at a key pivotal time that shifted everything and caused me to have hope and to keep moving. And that's why I'm talking to you today to tell you to keep moving. Do not give up. You can do this. You too will rise out of this circumstance and you will overcome. Well, I am glad that you are here. I am glad to be able to podcast this day. This is the last day in the month of July. July is the seventh month of our year. And seven is maturity and perfection. And things are closing out. You've come to a fullness. You've come to an understanding. And I want to encourage you as we're closing out um, just this first First, you know, half of our year. And, you know, we've already stepped into that second half and we're going into the eighth month. I want to just encourage you to let you know today that you're not alone. Okay. And the title of today's podcast, the title of this episode is I am with you. Do not fear. I am with you. Do not fear. Now, I heard this for a while in my spirit, and I know it's to encourage many of you who are listening today and are tuning in and you are hearing me and your um, ears are hearing this podcast. It's for you today to know that God is with you and he don't want you to fear. And I'm going to talk to you really short today from the book of Judges, chapter six and seven. And it's just an amazing character where, where we all could possibly identify with Gideon. And if you haven't heard about Gideon, I want you to read Judges chapter six and seven. And I'm I am so confident 
that you will be encouraged. You know, um, many times um, we are feeling, like I said earlier, overwhelmed. Or some of you could be traumatized or you feel abandoned or walking through some deep hurt or deep wounds or you feel neglected. How many of you have ever felt neglected or even rejected or you've been addicted to some substance that has been harmful, whether it's alcohol or drugs or, or, or sex, Whatever it is, it's just something that has been harmful to you or you felt impoverished, whether it's a financial impoverished, emotionally impoverished, you know, okay, relationally um, impoverished or you feel extremely lonely. This word is for you today. God is saying, I am with you. Do not fear. So I want to give you a quick overview of this chapter in and in, in about Gideon in Judges 6 and 7. And if you can't um, read it right now, read it later. Read it throughout the month of August so you can know and be encouraged every single day that God is with you and you don't have to live in fear. So we have now the children of Israel and they were in a very horrible place um, spiritually. Okay. They were in a horrible place spiritually. They disobeyed God. They were doing their own thing. They were living their life and they ignored the laws and the precepts of the God that they had a relationship with. The God who delivered them and their ancestors out of Egypt. And now they're just doing their own thing. They're living their life. How many of us find ourselves in positions where we cast off all restraints? We didn't want to listen to what the rules were, okay? Whether it's at your job, whether it's at home, whether it's with your parents, whether it's within a situation in the boundaries of marriage or the laws of the land and you violated and you broke those laws and now life isn't the best for you, okay? Things are hard. You're bumping up against a lot of resistance. Well, let me tell you, this is what what was going on with the children of Israel. The Midianites were extremely cruel. This group of people were extremely cruel to the children of Israel. And let me tell you some of the things that they did. They destroyed their crops. And I'm not talking about a small amount of crops. They went and they burned all of their crops. They killed their sheep. They killed their cattle. They stripped them bare until, listen, they were in total starvation. They couldn't eat. The kids couldn't eat. Women couldn't eat. They didn't have anything. And matter of fact, when the Midianites came around, they hid. They hid in caves because they were so afraid. And when we're talking about Midianites right now, okay, you might not be um, attacked in this present situation by a natural person, but I want to just bring us to the mindset that we're not wrestling against flesh and blood, but the Bible tells us we wrestle against spiritual wickedness in high places. And I want to liken the Midianites to demonic forces that are cruel because the enemy doesn't play fair. He hates you. He hates your life. He he hates your family. He hates everything about you. The Bible tells us that the enemy comes to steal, 
kill and destroy John 10 and 10. But Jesus came to give us life and life more abundant. And so when we're talking about the Midianites, you might um, right now could be experiencing, experiencing the ravaging and the pillaging of assignments of destruction and death against you and against your belongings and against your family or your marriage or your job or your finances. And at this point, the children of Israel cried out to God. They began to cry out to God. And I want to give us some keys today, some things that we ought to do in, in this place where we can feel overwhelmed. The title of this podcast is I'm with you. Do not fear. I want to give you some keys wherever you are in your situation, in your journey, feeling a bit like, Hey, this is a bit too much. I'm overwhelmed. I want you to know, number one, God sees and God hears. God sees and God hears. I spoke um, on another podcast in the month of June about God sees. Go back and listen to that because he does see and he hear. Okay. He hears your cries. He hears all of your prayers, the tears that's in your heart. He's not, um, ignoring you. And I know sometimes we feel like God is silent, but silent doesn't mean he doesn't hear or silence doesn't mean that he will not respond. Okay. So when we call out to him in sincerity, when you are calling out to God in sincerity, he will answer you. Be encouraged. He will answer you. The Israelites called out to God in this situation in Judges 6. Read it. And he responded. God responded, though they were doing their own thing. And so it allowed when we do our own thing, when we sin, when we break God's laws and rules and the things that we ought to live by, that would not only be a blessing to us, but it's a blessing to those around us. And when we violate those things, it opens us up to all types of attacks. And so we see they were being attacked now by the Midianites who didn't play fair. He, the Midianites hated them and they were very cruel. But then God sent a prophet and an angel and listen, and then the angel spoke to Gideon. And I actually want to read to you from Judges 6. And I'm going to start at verse 7. It said, when they cried out to the Lord because of Midian, the Lord sent a prophet to the Israelites. He said, this is what the Lord, the God of Israel says. I brought you up out of slavery in Egypt. I rescued you from the Egyptians and from all who oppressed you. I drove out your enemies and gave you their land. I told you, I, the Lord, your God, listen, I am the Lord, your God. You must not listen. You must not worship other gods of the Amorites in whose land you now live, but you have to listen to me, but you have to listen to me. This is what the Lord said to the children of Israel through the prophet. Didn't tell us who the prophet was. And then verse 11, the angel of the Lord came and sat beneath the great tree of Orpha, which belonged to Joash the, the, of the clan of um, Abizer. Gideon, son of Joash, was threshing wheat at the bottom of the wine press to hide the grain from the Midianites. So things were so bad that now they're trying to hide the food because they know the Midianites are going to come. Take the food, destroy it, burn it, and then leave the people starving. Okay. And then verse 12, listen to me. The angel of the Lord appeared to Gideon. Okay. And said, mighty hero, the Lord is with you. Mighty hero. 
the Lord is with you. Number one, God sees and he hears. When you call out to him in sincerity, listen, when you call out to him in sincerity, he will respond. Number two, you need to know God is with you. You need to know you're not alone. Jehovah Shema, God is here. Emmanuel, God is with us. I thank God that Jesus told us he would never leave us nor forsake us. I know you might feel alone, but listen, listen to me. You got to pull on what you know, that greater is he that is in you than he that is in the world. God sees and he knows. And number two, he's with you. So we see in verse 12, he shows up now to Gideon. He shows up to Gideon and he tells him, I am with you. Mighty hero. Not only did he say I'm with you, he called him a mighty hero. Who feels like a mighty hero right now? I know when I felt I was going through tough times in my life, I did not feel like She-Ra. I didn't feel like a Shiro. I felt overwhelmed. I felt like a failure. I wanted to quit. I was crying. I was devastated. I didn't know what to do. I didn't know who to call. I just felt like, God, why? Why? The last thing I felt was like a hero. But I want to tell you what the name Gideon means. It, we hear mighty man of valor, but it actually means he that breaks or to hew, you know, to hew, to cut or to chop like when you hew a stone um mighty warrior okay mighty warrior so god was calling gideon a great name and god is calling you right now he's saying i'm with you you are mighty you will break the the assignment of the enemy that's coming against you he's going to use you to do that okay so number 3 then we see that when this when god told him that you hey mighty man I'm talking to you and, and, and I'm with you, right? And, and Gideon couldn't believe it. Gideon couldn't believe it. He's like, what are you talking about? You can't be with us. Look at you. I heard about all the miracles you did with our ancestors, but we're not seeing any miracles. Matter of fact, life for us is horrible. They're burning things down. They're killing us. They're destroying our, our property. We can't eat. We're in starvation. What are you talking about? I can't be mighty. Our people can't be mighty. There's nothing mighty about our situation. Okay. And matter of fact, instead of just saying, yes, Lord. Okay. Gideon said everything that wasn't aligned with what God was saying. He was speaking his problem. He spoke his problem. But I want you to hear that number one, God sees and he hears. Number two, he's with you. And number three, God will give you the strength to come out of that situation. He will give you the strength to come out of this situation. What are you talking about? Because in verse 14, then the Lord turned to him and said, go with the strength you have and rescue Israel from the Midianites. I am sending you. And I know you're probably saying, Gwendolyn, what are you talking about? I don't have strength and much less come out of my situation. You're telling me now come out of my situation and rescue someone else, rescue my family, rescue my cousins, rescue my parents, rescue my children, rescue my spouse, rescue my community. Absolutely. If you're being um, receiving deliverance and breakthrough is not just for yourself. God is not calling you mighty. 
just to call you mighty, to flatter you, but he's speaking to the potential and to who you really are because you're to rise up and to break the assignments and the diabolical assignments in your bloodline. And God wants to rescue you. And God not only want to rescue you, he wants to rescue those in your family, in your community and the generations to come. So he said in verse 14, go with the strength that you have and rescue Israel from the Midianites. I am sending you. And guess what? Gideon responded again. I'm the weakest and I'm the least in my family. Now, how many of you feel that way? I'm too weak. I'm the least. I'm a no name. I'm a nobody. But listen to me. I thank God that he doesn't judge by outward appearances or what people think. But God judged man by the heart. He looked at David and listen, um, um, Jesse, who was David's father, brought out all of his sons. And he was thinking, oh, is this one? Is this one? And when the prophet was trying to anoint him with oil, the Lord said, it's none of these. It's none of these. He's a man judged by the outward appearance, but I judge by the heart. And God is looking at the heart. God is looking at motive. God is looking at intentions. And he saw the greatness in Gideon and said, you are a mighty warrior. You are one that will break. You are one that will hew. You are one that will chop and cut every diabolical assignment that has been working against you and your family. Don't be afraid today. I'm telling you, God is with you. Don't be afraid. Just like God was with Gideon, I'm here to tell you today that God is with you as well. Do you hear me? So when Gideon said, I'm the weakest and I'm the least, listen, verse 16, God had to tell him again. The Lord said to him, I will be with you. So you need to hear me. You need to hear me. God had to say it again to him. He said, point three, you have the strength. Go with the strength. So number one, God sees and he hears. Number two, God is with you. Number three, go and rescue, rescue yourself, rescue your family. Deal with the Midianites. Deal with the demonic assignments. How do you deal with it? In the spirit. You break generational assignments. You go after the demonic assignments and you say in Jesus name, you begin to deal with these things by the spirit. Amen. Come on. There is keys today and strategies that God wants us to get out of Judges 6 and 7 and from the life of Gideon. Right. And so we see now that he says In verse 16, he says, I'll be with you and you will destroy the Midianites as if you were fighting against one man. Now, they had thousands, thousands, well over 32,000 for sure. Well over that. They had thousands that were coming against the Israelites. And so not only were the Israelites being ravaged and defeated, they were fearful. They felt God was not with them. And the magnitude and the size of the Midianites and the cruelty was overwhelmed. Sometimes the generational assignments have been cruel against our lives that we feel like there's no hope, right? You feel like you can't get out of it. But I want you to be encouraged today that the Lord says, I will be with you and you're going to destroy the Midianites. 
you're going to do it as if you were one man, not like it's a million of you. And God said, don't be afraid. And he said, listen to me and you will not die. And I love this. I love it because this is where we begin to see who God is to, to Gideon. So Gideon was like totally geeked, totally like, oh, my God, God is saying this to me. Let me go in and, and get a meal. Let me go and cook something for you and bring back an offering. So he allowed him to do that. And he went and cooked a meal. And he and, and listen, the meal was consumed by fire when he brought it to the angel. It was consumed by fire. And immediately, okay, immediately Gideon was like, I'm doomed. I do, I'm doomed because... This is the Lord. I'm in the Lord's presence. And then God said to him, don't be afraid. You will not die. Don't be afraid. You will not die. And I love that. And so when he realized that he wasn't going to die, God told him, he said, build an altar to the Lord and name it. Listen, and he named it Yahweh Shalom, which means the Lord is peace. And sometimes in order to have peace, there's going to be war against the enemy. The Bible says we're not fighting against flesh and blood, but against spiritual wickedness in high places. We have to understand who our enemy is. It's not God and it's not man. It is a true enemy, a small ancient devil that has been dealing in the realms for years to destroy God's servants. But I thank God that we, that God have a plan and we have a safe and his name is Jesus Christ. And he's already destroyed the works of the enemy. So now all we have to do is stand in his strength and in his power and obey. And so what God wanted him to do, he told him, don't be afraid. You will not die. And that place was Yahweh is Shalom. The Lord is peace. And so the Lord instructed him to tear down now the idols that's in your family line. Tear down those altars. Listen, of Baal. Tear down those altars. Come on, tear it down. The altar of Baal that's sitting there that the people are worshiping. Yes. On the hilltop. Bring it down. Destroy it. How many of us need to tear down in our own in our own bloodline? Idols that we have of people, of money, of sex, of fame, of pride, the pride of life, arrogance, hatred, anger. Those are altars that we built in our bloodline and that has been there for generation after generation. And God is saying today to you and to me, bring down those altars, bring it down. And let me tell you, Gideon was ready to obey God and he did, but he was still working through some fear because instead of doing it in the daytime, he waited at night. The Bible says he waited to do it at night because he was afraid. That's verse 27. So Gideon took 10 of his servants and did as the Lord had commanded, but he did it at night because he was afraid of the other members of his father's household and the people of the town. So he, he listen to me. Fear of man will bring a snare. 
But he did it and he brought those things down and the people were mad. And listen, those people were speaking sometimes on the behalf of those demonic entities that's going to be mad that you're tearing down hatred and anger and envy and jealousy and and sexual addiction and and, and pride. Come on. Those things that begin to speak out because they enjoyed being in the bloodline. They've enjoyed living in your family and in your family members and friends and spouses and church members. Come on. But now you're dealing with it and they begin to cry out. But, but Gideon's father said, listen, God, if that Baal is God, let Baal fight. Why are y'all fighting for this God? Let that Baal defend himself. So that shut the people up because if you serving a God and you got a box for your God, we don't have to box for our God. Our God is mighty, strong, all powerful creator of heaven and earth. He knows what he's doing and we trust him and we bow before him because our God is God and we exalt him today. So now we see that now God wants to destroy and to come against the Midianites and he's going to use Gideon. He's now using Gideon. And how exciting is that? God is wanting to use you. God is wanting to use me to destroy the plan of the enemy in our lives. And listen, for God to get the glory, he doesn't need a lot. He can do it all by himself, but he chooses to use you and I. So of course, listen, there were so many, but God wants you to know you don't have to be afraid. So he says, Gideon, I'm with you. Gideon, I'm with you. Do not be afraid. Do not be afraid. You got to hear me today. When you start pulling down these idols, when you start dealing with these demonic entities, you can't be afraid. And so now he's, they're going to go to war. Not only is Gideon going to war, but Gideon is preparing the people for war and he's getting all the warriors. But God said, Gideon, you got too many. (laughs) You got too many. And listen to this. When I say don't be afraid, God is really saying that because he doesn't want us to entertain it. And I understand what it is to be afraid. I've been afraid in my life and God had to judge that spirit of fear in my own heart because the word of God tells us that God has not given us a spirit of fear, but of power, love and a sound mind. And sometimes the enemy comes to taunt us, to back us up in a corner to cause us to feel timid and overwhelmed and to look at our situation instead of looking at our mighty God. And you feel fearful. You feel afraid. You feel overwhelmed. You feel traumatized, but you don't have to fear fearful. You trust in the Lord. And God told Gideon to send those who are afraid. I want them to leave anyone who is timid. This is verse three in chapter seven. It's here. Read it. He said, therefore, tell the people, whoever is timid and afraid, you may leave the mountain and go home go home that spirit of fear we don't even want you working with us we don't even need it because we're gonna win this thing by the hand of God and let me tell you about 22,000 went home that's a lot of devils of fear okay do you hear me 22,000 of them went home and it left about 10,000. So we can see right there 22,000 and 10,000 that's about 32,000 people 22 Come on, 22,000 operating in fear. That's a lot. And so, you know what? The Lord told Gideon, um, listen, 10,000 is still too much. 
And he wanted them now to test them. And so he tested them by the way they were drinking the water and who could be in the battle, who could not. And went down to 300. And listen, I believe it went down to 300 so we can see that when God is doing something, he wants you to understand that it's not by our might. It's not by our power. But everything that you'll see accomplished will be accomplished by the spirit of the living God. We cannot trust in our ways on doing it. Our way will fail every time. So God said, listen, give me just 300 and I'm going to show you when you deal with the enemy, I'll show you that I'll bust him across the head and win this thing with a little because he told him earlier, you're going to defeat the Midianites as if you were one man. Well, guess what? If you're using this mighty army, that's not like with one man, but when you go down to 300 and to their thousands and thousands, 300 is like one man. And so God encouraged Listen to me. He encouraged his servant. And I want to encourage you. Many of God's servants who are listening to this podcast, I want you to be encouraged. God wants you to know that the enemy is afraid. The enemy is afraid. Listen, he's afraid of God. He's afraid of God's authority, God's power, God's goodness, God's all-knowing. God is all-knowing. God is, listen, he's a consuming fire. My God, he's a consuming fire. And he wanted Gideon to know what the enemy was thinking in the enemy's camp. So he sent some men down and the Lord said, I want you to go hear what they're saying in the camp of the enemy. Okay. And so he sent them down. Listen to me. And it says, and I want to read this to you. Um, he said, the Lord Gideon with these 300 men, I will rescue you and give you victory over the Midianites. Send all the others home. So that's what he did. And then he told him, he said, listen, the Midianite camp was in the valley just below Gideon. That night, the Lord said, get up, go down into the Midianite camp for I have given you victory over them. Hear me. When God is saying victory, he's not saying people. And you really need to get that. It's not trying to tell you you got victory over your boss because your boss is not your enemy. He's not telling you you got the victory over your spouse over your children. He's trying to tell you that assignment that's working against your spouse. You got the victory over the enemy because it's not flesh and blood that we're dealing with. And the Lord says, you have the victory over this demonic assignment. And listen, and if you are afraid, he still dealt with that fear to attack. I want you to go and listen to what they're saying in the Midianites. Listen, camp. So that's what Gideon did. He took one of his um, warriors and he went and it says, so Gideon took Pura and went down to the edge of the enemy's camp and the armies of Midian and Amalek and the people of the East had settled in the valley like a swarm of locusts. It was so many of them. Their camels were like grains of sand on the seashore. Too many to count. Hear me. God is about to do this thing with 300. Gideon crept up just as the man was telling his companion about his dream. The man said, I had a dream and in my dream, a loaf of barley bread came tumbling down into the Midianite camp and it hit a tent, turned it over and knocked it flat. His companion answered, your dream can mean only one thing. God has given Gideon, son of Joash, the Israelite victory over the Midian and all its allies. When Gideon heard the dream and its interpretation, he bowed in worship before the Lord, listen, and returned to the Israelite camp. And he shouted, get up for the Lord has given you victory over the Midianites horde. He divided the 300 men into three 
three groups gave each man a ram's horn and a clay jar with a torch in it and they ran down and took over. Listen to me. God is giving you victory over the enemy. He wants you to understand that he's with you. God is with you. He do not want you to fear. Number one, he sees you. He hears you. Okay. When you call out to him in sincerity, he will answer you. Maybe it's not the way you respond. You want God to respond, but I'm telling you, he's going to respond to you. Number two, God is with you. We see that in verse 12 in chapter six. Number three, God is telling you to go in strength and rescue, rescue, rescue your people, rescue your bloodline from the assignments of hell. And number four, don't be afraid. He told him several times not to be afraid, several times not to be afraid. Number five, tear down the altars, tear it down. What's working in your family? What's working in your life? Is it disobedience? Is it anger? Is it unforgiveness? Is it rage? Come on, pull it down, bring down that idol. And as you bring down the the idols know that God will give you the victory. What are you saying, Gwendolyn? I'm saying today that God is saying, I am with you. Do not fear. Do not fear the enemy. He's giving you victory over the enemies of your soul, over the enemies of your bloodline. I'm telling you, not one weapon formed against you will prosper. Every tongue that rises up against you in judgment, I condemn it in Jesus' name. God is giving you the victory. You will rise out of the ash heap. You will rise and you will declare, my God is victorious because he's given you the victory today. Do not draw back in fear. God is with you. Just like he was with Gideon, he was the breaker. Gideon means he that breaks. The breaker, according to Micah 2.13, goes before you and break open the way. Hallelujah. And I thank God he's breaking you out of that hard place. He's breaking you out of that depression. He's breaking you out of that addiction. He's breaking you out of that place of sorrow. He's breaking you out of arrogance and every addiction of sex. He's breaking you out of poverty. Come on. Every idol is coming down. Even as you choose today to obey God and to deal with those ungodly altars, he's going to rescue your bloodline. Hallelujah. I thank God today that he's able to do exceedingly and abundantly above all that we could ever ask or think God is good. Amen. He is good. He is with you. Do not fear. Thank you so much for listening to today's episode. Please subscribe, rate, and share. We're on Google, we're on iTunes, we're on Spotify, we're on Amazon, we're on CastBox. If you go to Apple, you can rate it and leave a review, and I would greatly appreciate it. Thank you so much. Until next time, I'm your host, Gwendolyn Forte, with The Voice in the Darkness, signing off.